You're catching up with Beck and Soda right now. But imagine laying poolside in the Hospital Research Foundation Home Lottery's $5 million Hyde Park Grand Prize or rolling in $4.5 million in cash. Yup, that sounds nice. Homelottery.com.au SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning. Good morning, Soda. How was your weekend? Uh, very, very nice indeed. Um, it was fantastic. It was the big footy weekend, wasn't it? Or the, the penultimate big footy weekend. Um, and yeah. you throw in a bit of SNFL and it was terrific. What about yourself? You were away. I love the word penultimate, can I just say? I know. It's... You were running with it the other day. I, know, I love it. I love words with more syllables than you actually need to use. Penultimate. Four. Yes, I, um, I flew back from Bali. All right. I'm, you want to comment on my... Bronzed arms? No, I hadn't noticed. Oh yeah, look, you look tanned. <laughs> Thank you. How's Bali going? Good. You would still dislike it. I know you're not yeah, a fan um, of Bali, are you? No, I'm not. It's just that weird smell, and there's too many Australians being ugly over there. I've just I never s- liked it. I saw a little bit of ugly Australian. Oh over really? There. I did. Yeah. There, it's right. Yeah, it was busy. Is Cuda still like the crazies at like Heinley Street on steroids? Yeah, I I went to. Seminyak, but Seminyak's the new Cuda. It was very, very busy. Oh, right. Yeah. Many, many years ago, I went a couple of times years and years ago, and Seminyak was quite quiet and exclusive. Yeah. So that's sort of... So Changu's right. the new Seminyak. Keep up. Jeez. <laughs> what about what about Uvid with those little monkeys? Are they still getting around pinching <laughs> yeah. people's glasses and scratching and giving you rabies? Does that still happen? Our boss has been in Ubud. Has he? Mm. Oh, well, he'll have to have some shots then. No <laughs> doubt. He'd definitely, he'd definitely be a rabies candidate oh. and probably also a candidate for some third-degree sunburn because oh. he... I, I think if he actually gets a reflection from a light, sometimes he gets sunburnt. So yeah. I fear for him. Our boss is a ranger. He had to buy a new um, full-body rashy to go to Bali. Oh, like one of those little kids. Actually, that's a really good point. We should try and find him. Is he around today? Like a onesie yeah. with the zipper. Yeah. <laughs> you know the little three-year-old boys and they put them on? He'd have to have one of those walking around, wouldn't he? With his fiance holding his hand. That would have been fantastic. And he'd have so much sunscreen on that it wouldn't be just sort of rubbed in it'd be like his face would be white. Yes. It'd look like Casper. <laughs> Where yeah. is the big boy? Are you yeah. floating around? Bless him, bless him. Hey, we have a big show. We're excited to be back. So we have a special prize to give out today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every caller who gets on air with us, talks to us, uh, you win Lego Dreams. It's the new one. You can help kids create a world of their wildest dreams. Dive into the magical Lego Dreams universe. This is fantastic. We've actually got some of the Lego here. We've got uh, the beautiful Pegasus unicorn. Oh, look, there's the nightmare shark ship. Um, there's a crocodile car. This is brilliant. Do you know, I was actually playing a bit of Lego yesterday. Pardon? I, I made Lego yesterday with my little daughter, Sienna. We mm. got a... You may, remember Moana, that film? Here it is. Remember Moana? Yeah. Yeah, we made a little Moana boat. Oh. It was terrific. And then... Um, it was really good, and when I finished, I showed her what we made. <laughs> <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. I want to take you away, away, Beck and Soda. Around the world. Right, Beck. I'd love to take you to a place. Uh, where am I going to take you right now? Well, I'm going to take you to England. Ready to go? Um, I've got my bag packed. Right, here we go. I'm taking you to Peterborough, right, in eastern England. Now, if you wake up this morning and you're thinking, you know what, my life's pretty dull and mundane, I'm not really enjoying myself, I've got nothing to look forward to, well, you can always pick up a hobby. Um, (laughs) And no matter how crap your life does feel right now, this bloke is going to make you feel good about yourself, Beck. Okay. So he lives in Peterborough, as we mentioned, and what he's been doing 
to pass the time, and he's got this really interesting hobby, is he's been eating a mandarin every day, right? He buys them from Aldi, but what he does is he actually then counts how many segments are in each of the Satsuma <laughs> mandarins that he eats, but this is not does okay. he just count them. He tracks them and he charts them. Which is quite amazing. He's got a Mandarin spreadsheet. Yes, and he's taken to Facebook to enlighten everyone on how many segments are in each of the Mandarins he gets from Aldi, the Satsumas. And he said, since January 1st this year, this must have been his wonderful New Year's resolution, I've eaten one Satsuma a day and I've recorded how many segments that each Satsuma's had. Oh my gosh. The average is 10.77273 segments. The most was 14 and the fewest was 8. Imagine the day he's opened that mandarin and there were 14. That would have been the best day Tell you what, ever. Imagine the excitement or imagine the disappointment when he found the one with eight segments. He'd feel like he was ripped off. Yeah. You know the one with 14, he might just go, oh, I don't think I could eat 14 pieces yeah, today. I think the there's too many. <laughs> um, he's also uh, done a little edit to his post on Facebook and he said, uh, my edit uh, the mean average is ten point seven seven, as we said. The mode average I don't is know ten. What that means. The media. Well, you did, I studied um, psychology at uni, and we actually had to do a whole statistics year. Oh, and so that's when you start doing mode, median, the range of six. The standard deviation oh, was one point four five nine six seven eight. So that's how much each of the satsumas varied amongst each other. I don't know what that means. No. It means that there's a no. difference of 1.4 on average mm. between, between the amount of segments. The, Mate, it's not a riddle. Segments. It's not a riddle. But <laughs> as we said, the range is six because obviously he had the 14 uh, and he uh, had the eight. So that's I an enormous difference. the second difference. most boring man in the world. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. That's another mum fail Monday. Mum fail Monday. A big challenge for all parents, I'm sure you relate, is to get your yep. kids to eat enough veggies. Yes. Yeah, I well, know. They can't just live on chicken nuggets, can they? No. You've always got to try and serve up some broccoli on the side or hide the veggies. You know Charlie Cameron, who plays football for Brisbane, will be playing in the grand final this weekend. Did he play for the Crows? Mm-hmm. He did play for the yes. Crows. And Eddie Betts used to, Eddie and his wife, used to hide Charlie when he came out for dinner. They would hide his vegetables Right, within different things like with meat and make meat patties. This is Charlie as an adult. An adult. Yeah, and because he wouldn't eat the veggies, they'd have to try and hide them in different types of food like just to get him. Like carrot into a bolognese yes. sauce. Yes, or, I, yeah. I remember Eddie talking about that saying, <laughs> we just can't get yeah. this kid, but he's not eight or nine, yes. he's a 20-year-old. Yes, so when I received a message from my 12-year-old Frankie saying, could I put carrot juice on the shopping list, I was like, great. If she's wow. willing to drink juice, yeah. uh, vegetable in a juice form, well, that's one less thing I have to worry about when I cook my wonderful meals for her every that's night. Uh, until we got the carrot juice home, and I said, this is amazing, Frankie. Yep. I'm so happy that you are committed to increasing your vegetable intake. And she's Brilliant. a bit sheepish as she's Gulling down the carrot juice, and she said, yeah. Oh, mum, it's from TikTok. Now she knows I hate TikTok. One of my greatest mum fails daily is not being able to get her off TikTok. Yeah, but you know what? It's like the horse has bolted, I, I reckon, because so many kids, because they don't watch normal TV anymore. No, their attention spans are 15 seconds. Won't even watch a Netflix movie. 
It's no. all about TikTok or yeah. YouTube shorts and just watch this crap going round and round and round yeah. again on loops. So the last trend I fell for was yeah. that stupid high smile um, purple toothpaste, oh, yeah. which is like $10 a tube. That yeah. was a YouTube t- uh, TikTok trend. Anyway, apparently the thing is if you drink the carrot juice, mm. it turns you orange from the inside so you look what? tanned. What? I mean, is that really true? Surely not. She wants to look tanned and glowing from the inside, so she's drinking carrot juice, and I fell for it. Well, if it's going to be orange, you're going to look like you've rubbed fake tan all over yourself. Mm. Look like an old palumpa. Yeah. (laughs) But also, why does a 12-year-old need to look tanned? That's a good point. It's terrible. (laughs) Does it it actually do that, though? Well, I don't know. She's only been drinking it for two days. And what colour is she? She's still... I don't know, vanilla. <laughs> Can you tell her to drink some more? Can we actually use her as an experiment? I think it happens. I think too much carrot. Petri dish for your experiment. Can you actually take some photos of her? Um, we'll do some before and <laughs> no! afters and we'll do a little scientific experiment. We'll work out how much carrot juice Frankie needs to drink to actually change colour. <laughs> She's going to be like Veruca Salt. She's going to turn into a big brown blueberry for your experiment. That's fantastic. Well done, Keep man. drinking. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. My mum fell, was falling for a TikTok trend when my 12-year-old put carrot juice on the shopping list. Mm. I assumed that she wanted to increase her vegetable intake, but she saw on TikTok, it makes your skin look tanned from the inside if you eat a lot of carrots. You're turning yourself orange. Yes. Right. Um, I don't even know if this works, but Helen from Parallel has given us a call on 131060. Morning, Helen. Um, Have you been having a go at this? No, a friend of mine did. Um, he was drinking an excess amount of like juice, like yeah. carrot juice and things like that, like a bit of a juice diet. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it actually did change his skin orange. He went to the doctors because he was worried. He thought he'd got some weird disease. <laughs> um, and it's the keratin in the carrot. It actually does change your skin orange. Wow. If you have an excess amount of it. So if you drink lots of it, yeah. um, yes, it does. Right. Did you see him? Did you notice, will he see the change in his skin colour? No, no, it's my husband's best friend. But, yeah, right. so it's been a running joke mm. that he thought he caught some weird disease. <laughs> right. But he actually clearly noticed he completely changed his skin colour. That's correct. He oh. went orange. Wow, okay. Wow. I hope my daughter's not listening. That's freaky. <laughs> why do you, you want orange, though? lumpers are going to run around the place. That's not tanned if you're orange, is it? Um, Kirsty from Oakton. Kirsty, have you been drinking carrot juice too? No, and I haven't been smelling my wee either. So I've been <laughs> normalised smelling what, your wee, Kirsty. What, what's wrong with you, Kirsty? <laughs> I know, right? Um, how, but how can no, you after, neglect your wee like that? <laughs> after saying that, though, I was trying to be the good mum, you know, set an mm. example by changing my chips to beetroot chips. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to make small changes. Yeah. Um, and I noticed my poo, so I don't look. I don't smell <laughs> weird when I was checking out my poo. <laughs> okay. And my okay. and I, my poo was red, and I freaked out entirely and went to the doctor because I'm at the age, you know, bowel cancer and all yeah. the rest of it. And I thought, oh shit, there's blood in my mm. stools. And I've gone to the doctor, and um, he asked me what I'd eaten recently, and I explained what I'd eaten, and he said it was actually the beetroot chips. Oh, right. Not, yeah, okay. <laughs> Interesting note, too, that you went with the term stool to talk about your <laughs> yep. poo, but you dropped the S-bomb just out of the blue. Well done. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Just had a sneaky little um, Bali getaway, and who do I see returning uh, in Adelaide Airport? Held up in the customs queue. Oh, on the way back on in. On the way back in, on the return right. flight, is our boss, Flacky. Hello, hey. morning, Beck and Soda. Hey, Alex, how was your trip to Bali? My first ever trip. To Bali. I've never been to Bali. And Did it still stink? 
yeah, yeah, because I had you ringing in my ears. Yeah. I'm walking along the streets. I'm like, I said to my partner, I said, Soda was right. It does smell a bit. There's a bit sewagey. It's a combination. The smell is a combination between the Goodham Garum Clove cigarettes yeah. and bum. Right? It's a really yes. unique yes. smell. And incense and oh. coconut oil. It, but you know what? I, I loved it. I right. actually, I'm, and would you believe, Beck? I would be happy to go back. Wow. Yeah. Um, Beck, did you, so you obviously saw Flack at the airport on the way back. Did you not see him at all in your travels over there? No, I didn't, but I was worried about him. I was concerned because he's a redhead. Yeah. I was concerned about how he was being sun smart. Well, you know what would have happened because he's there with his fiance Laura, and you could imagine because she would have had to go and find an adult-sized little onesie, you know, like you have for your little <laughs> three rushing. or four-year-old kids that are rushing. Yeah, yeah, and I reckon Beck, it wouldn't have been because like my little boy, you know, Otis, he'll wear the one with short sleeves and short legs. Oh, long sleeves for sure. He would have Absol- worn long sleeves. You'd have to, Flack, wouldn't you? I think, because I know that you're trying to be funny, but I literally went to Kmart and bought a three XL Anko Rashi. Right, and when you were like walking down the main streets of Cuda and that, was Laura holding your hand and you had your little suit on and your little flip-flop? Or you would have had Crocs on and you would have had them um, not in casual mode. You would have had them yeah. in sport mode so they didn't fall off your feet in your Just, little onesie. I was very su- I was very sun smart. I've yeah. never put on so much sunscreen. Actually, you know what happens, Beck. You know, we would have seen little Flack just walking along in his, his little onesie. suit. And they're funny because you can see your little private parts on them, which is weird. But what would have happened was the sunscreen wouldn't have not just been completely rubbed yeah. in. It would have been like a white face where yes. you sort of rub it on, but yep. leave most of it on there thinking, if I don't rub it in, it's going to give me an extra barrier of protection. Okay, you're right. Yep. <laughs> so Laura would have rubbed that on your little face. All right. Can we ask why were you in customs? I've dragged you Come in on. here for that reason. So I'm I'm standing in customs. Uh, I haven't been overseas in a very very long time. So there's the, there's those nerves, mm. and the woman's going. Now you've ticked um, that you've been in farmland, mm, and you've oh had no. to declare your shoes, and you've been in fresh water. Yep. And at right. that time, where I'm just about to explain why I've been in fresh water, I hear, I see Beck going flag flag. <laughs> nothing to declare about this tan. So I, and she goes, oh, you've been in fresh water. And I said, yeah, I fell in. <laughs> what? You fell in water where? Okay. Not at the pool. In the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened in my life. Have you ever been tubing? Yeah. We went tubing. Now, right. when you go tubing, you don't really go in the water. Did you sit on the tube. Really We're going to need a bigger tube. Oh. Oh. She's pretty close, actually. (laughs) So there's a group of 15 people. Laura, my fiancé, and I are at the front. And the Balinese guy goes, all right, mate, sit down. So, so you kind of, oh, no. as if you're squatting, and you and oh, you no. squat down, and I go a over t, straight oh. in the water, right? I flipped it backwards. Was there anyone on the tube, or were you first on? No, no, there's only one tube, like a solo oh, one, no, like a no, like no. a biscuit. Oh, you couldn't even get on the one couldn't yourself. Get on so he goes, oh, it's all right, it's all right. Sit, tries to sit me back on, yeah. A over T again, bang, in the water. I'm, I'm, I'm under. And at this point, there's a there's a woman about five back waiting in the line. She's real mother-like and she's yeah. like, oh, love, don't, don't forget, don't get water in your mouth. I'm oh, like, yeah, no. okay, thank you. And this is where it gets really bad. And this is where I could just see my fiance's face lose any sexual attraction she had to is me. She trying to get the ring off at this time? Yeah. When the Balinese guy... Goes to the other guy, can you get the fat one? Oh, no. And they go and get the big, 
oh, blower that's as big as a tinny. Oh, and no. I still fell out. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. You remember earlier in the year I told you that our family adopted Wolfie, the giant Samoid. Oh, yeah. How's he going? Because he took a bit of a dislike to you early on, but has he come around? He did. He took a dislike to me. He weed on my side of the bed. That's he right. escaped and nearly drowned. Didn't he back a few out onto the yeah, grandma's <laughs> on my rug? my grandma's rug. Yeah. Jeez. Well, bless him. He's yeah. settled down into the household pretty well. We've had a few little incidents, but he's pretty much a part of the family. How big is he now? He is, well, we think he must be crossed with something because he is, like, if you if he comes up to our kitchen table, his head yep. is on the table. So he's like. Oh, right. Oh, he's, he's massive. He's massive. He's like a lion. He's got big, big paws. Yep. And he came in from the garden yesterday, sunny day, and he had a look on his face like he'd done something. Mm. And then I looked down on his massive paws and they were covered in blood. Oh, no, and well, I first thought that he'd hurt himself. I'm like, Wolfie, what have you done? Yeah. And then I followed well, him out to the What did he say when you asked that question? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said, nothing, mum. <laughs> I'm a good boy. <laughs> but I followed him out to the veranda and there was the evidence of what he had done. There was the remains of a beautiful native creature, a blue tongue lizard. Oh, that's common though. Dogs oh, always really? rip into blue tongue. Yes. Really? Yeah, very common. I love blue tongues. I love having them around. So does Wolfie. He loved the taste of them. <laughs> but it was... He ripped it, it to shreds. It was... Okay, so there was like like a leg, but there was also like oh. some like... Sorry if you're eating your breakfast. There was like some like guts. Like, <laughs> there were guts like yeah. trailed over the veranda. It was... Good job. I was... And I'm a vegetarian, so seeing like <laughs> dog parts on my veranda, I was like, "There's not many jobs that I delegate mm. to my husband." But I was like, "Jimbo, you've you just grown up on a hose? farm." I think he just got a plastic bag and kind of mm. we just hose, hose the lizard <laughs> off the thing. My dad's dog Pax ripped a blue tongue apart here a couple of weeks ago when they came over. There must be something about them. Where they've got to get control of them. How do they know that they're not a snake, though? Imagine if it was a snake, he could have got bitten. Because they've got legs, mate. <laughs> uh. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my gosh. Look at these trending topics. The Super Bowl halftime show has been announced. Uh, it's always hotly anticipated. This year, yes. it is Usher, 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 Usher. Oh, my gosh. Remember last some, year it was Rihanna? Yeah, wasn't there some talk about ACDC, I thought? Akadaka. Yeah, I reckon in the last couple of weeks there was a bit of a push for Akadaka. But so, Usher. Usher. Is he the guy with the little um, Band-Aid on his face? Is he the guy that wears the Band-Aid? That, no. Nelly, I think, uh, <laughs> will wear the Band-Aid, yeah. I can't wait to take you to Friday's Live and educate you about right. R&B. So that Usher is the headline act. Now I have some more NFL news yes. for you. Mm. Taylor Swift's latest beau is rumoured to be Travis Kelsey mm. from the Kansas City Chiefs. She's been spotted in his box. Players, like family box. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they're actually playing right now against the Cincinnati yeah, Bengals. Yeah, right now. I think, um, are they? Uh, Chicago. Oh, no, they're playing the Chicago <laughs> yeah, Bears. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are um, too. So he apparently had a bit of a crush on Tay-Tay and he made a friendship bracelet for her that <laughs> had his number on it and slipped it to her right. at a concert and now she's been watching his game. Number 87. 
She hasn't dated that many men. No, that's what number <laughs> he is. Well, she might have. There seems to be a new one every time. It's not She's a, a little yeah. bit like the um, the Leonardo DiCaprio. There's always a new bow on her arm, isn't there? Mm. She well, she was with the last one for quite a amount of time, but yeah, it gives her material for her. Yeah. Who who are the like Harry Styles was one of the guys. Who were yeah. some of the most famous? Jonas ones? Brothers. Um, Both what, of them. All of them. No, all not the brothers. Jonas Brothers. Three Sorry, no, Joe Jonas. One of them. Right. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so they uh, that's a uh, a romantic coupling. And then, of Mm. course, uh, last week we were devastated. All my girlfriends were talking about it. The separation of Hugh Jackman from his wife of 27 years, Deborah Lee Furness. Right. Hugh is back on the market. I always like stalking people's social media when they break up to yep. see what they do. Well, they, they would certainly be on really good terms, though, wouldn't they? It wouldn't be acrimonious or anything, you'd think, because they always seem very lovey-dovey. The statement uh, does say that uh, they're separating to pursue individual growth and they enter their next chapter with gratitude, love and kindness. It seems to be yeah. amicable. So who's involved? Come on, who's been linked to who? No. Come on, who's you been linked to and who's Deborah Lee been linked to? 27 years is a good is a good innings, but I was Absolutely. reading the comments. I was just sort of stalking you. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed um, the comments. Someone said, you're crying a lot. There's a lot of tears in your eyes. And then someone replied to that comment and said, they're elderly. People change. <laughs> they're they're elderly. not elderly. There's still plenty of time for them to find Grey somebody divorce. else. Mm. That's the term, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Grey divorce mm. is happening. You stick together for the kids and then um, and then you're out of there. Okay, so seven hours ago, Hugh Jackman posted yes. a little thirst trap from his from his walk. He's walking along um, an uh, sort of a dam yes. or, or a river. Who with? Who with? Well, it's with a deer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, whatever floats your boat, I suppose. <laughs> There's some mush- wild mushrooms, and the last shot is of a wild deer. <laughs> With wild mushrooms. Don't no. eat them. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Do you remember uh, this little fella? I'm Alessa, and I'm so excited to go to school in the McLaren. Right. Alesso. Sounds fantastic. I mean, he was called Alesso. His mum named him Alesso after the DJ. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, DJ Alesso. Yeah. I- not familiar with his tracks. You not you don't know Alesso's great work. <laughs> no, Alesso not here for R and B Fridays. I know Alessi who makes nice silver bowls. <laughs> right. So well, Alesso, and then it got me thinking about those names. Any of your kids? How did you get their names? Uh, oh, Frankie was named after Claudia Carvin's character in Love My Way. Right. Yeah. And you say Frankie Miller. Uh, Mila Mila Jovovich, the actress. Oh yeah. Grace was just classic. Right. Name. What about? Um, so Otis, uh, the youngest, mm. who is, uh, what was he? He was seven the other day. Um, he was going to be called Flynn because I always liked Errol Flynn, but yeah, I thought I Errol that. wasn't a great name for a young boy. He'll probably no. get punched up at school if he's called Errol. <laughs> so we, I was going with Apologies Flynn. Apologies to Errol. Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> you Don't hit an Errol. Don't hit Errol. Don't hit an Errol today. <laughs> no, don't. Leave, leave Errols alone. I, I'd give anything to be just like him, obviously, if the chance come up with yeah. Errol. Um, <laughs> no one's even old no. enough to know that song, are they? Yeah, no. No, I didn't Australian crawl. Australian crawl. Oh, well, 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 I would yeah. give anything. Anyway. No, I remember, I'm a fair bit right. younger than you. <laughs> but, so I was thinking, right, well, let's call him Flynn. And then when I was at the hospital, I was in the lift and it was an Otis lift. Yes. So I was going up to the room and I was actually thinking, okay, yep, well, if it's a boy, it's going to be Flynn. And then I saw Otis and I thought, Oh, no, I think I like Otis now. So it was purely off the name of the lift. Your son is named after a lift. Yes, because there was the Otis lift in the hospital. There you go. And that's how it quickly changed it at the last minute and he became Otis. <laughs> True story. Uh, 131060, give us a buzz. 
Who did you name your kid after? Cheryl said on Facebook, oh, what about this? Um, my daughter is named Britney after Britney Spears because her dad watched the Oops, I Did It Again film clip and went with Britney. Oh, I named my daughter Charlotte after the spider in Charlotte's oh, Web. Oh, that's beautiful. A bit of literature. I enjoy that. Vicky's got a son called Woody uh, named after the Toy Story character. That's very cool. There's a Leonardo after the Blue Ninja Turtle. Brilliant. Righto, let's go to Casey from Evanston. Good morning, Casey. Okay, what's the name? Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What? Uh, who did you name your son after? Um, I'm a massive vampire fan and I love vampires. So mm. my son was named after Emmett from Twilight. Oh. And the freaky thing about that was when Emmett was four years old, he accidentally had um, his front tooth knocked out. For us to then find out, he had extra adult's teeth and they came through as vampire fangs. Oh, no, really? Yeah, a, a complete vampire fang and he ended up having to have it removed when he was about seven years old. Emmett is a vampire. He was destined. Yes. That's it was crazy. very, very freaky, but I actually loved the irony behind it. Yeah. yeah. Um, how old's Emmett now, Case? Uh, he's nearly 11. Right. We've got some uh, Lego for him, okay? Oh, thank you. He'll love that. Brilliant. And some garlic. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, <laughs> Mel in Norlunga Downs, who is your daughter named after? Good morning. My daughter is named after the late, great David Bowie. So her name is right. Bowie. Oh, thank God. I was going to say David. Thought, <laughs> no, yeah. not David. Jeez, you're making her life tough calling her David. <laughs> no, it's Bowie. Cool. Bowie's wow. a cool name. Yeah. I, I, it is super cool. Definitely an up-and-coming name. And I, I think a few more boys are called Bowie, but I think right. it's pretty unisex. So, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Does she love it? She absolutely loves it. She went, um, she's waited a while, and this year she went to Book Week dressed as uh, David Bowie. Oh. She's been the biggest Ziggy Stardust. Brilliant. So, yeah. Oh, I've got a photo of it. You did a great job, Mel. As a mum <laughs> who hates Book Week, you knocked it out of the park. Well done. Cheers. Thank you. Well done, well done. Mel. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda's Morning Quickie. Producer Rach is in with what's making headlines. Morning, Rach. Good morning, guys. So after years and years of speculation, we finally have an answer for what will be developed at the old West End site at Feberton. Ah, yes. Mm. What are we getting? So it's going to be a new housing development with more than a 1,000 new homes Mm -hmm. and construction will start in 2025 and first residents are set to move in by 2027. Right. So it's got a bit of a um, feel of like the old Clipsal down at Plant 4. Yeah. We're going to have that sort of thing. How good to live on a brewery. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what they've got to keep is because it's heritage listed is the Tower Bar, How which good. is a key part of the brewery for many, many years. And that was the place where if you won the Sandville Grand Final like Connell did yesterday, uh, yeah. they'd get the keys essentially to the Tower Bar and you could watch the game on replay. And it was like the golden ticket for Willy Wonka. And you just get free beer all day from West End, which is brilliant. I love that you found a footy angle on a housing yes, story. <laughs> it's brilliant. So, but you'd imagine that there's still going to be a restaurant bar type scenario yeah. in that old historic building, which is quite good. It'd be a nice yeah. little spot, wouldn't it? Yeah, and a commitment to uh, make at least 20% as affordable housing, which is great, helping people get into the market. Mm. There might be a nice little penthouse floating around there, wouldn't there? Mm. 
Mm. Be alright. Be a nice little spot to look out across town. Nice little view. Mm. And tonight is the night of nights for the AFL. So um, all the wags will be heaps stressed trying to find their designer (laughs) frocks. Oh, yeah. Hair, makeup, Instagram photo shoots. It's all got to be done before they set, uh, you know, to hit the red carpet. Absolutely. Um, And apparently someone wins some sort of medal. (laughs) That's a good point. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm watching the wags in the red carpet. And then it's just three votes. And I'm like, why are they cheering? Oh, because they're second on the leaderboard. So it's exciting that they just got three. I'm like, oh, go back and see what Beck Judd's wearing. (laughs) Do you reckon we're going to get the old, um, so who are you dressed by tonight? Uh, Yeah. Can can we get past that? How long did it take her to get ready? Uh, Can Uh, we actually get past that and just chat normally? Like, g'day, how you going? What have you been doing? As opposed to... uh, Hey, how's she looking tonight? Yeah, it's like they trophy wife them. Yeah. If only we had someone on the red carpet tonight oh, uh, yes. that was going to be I there. I think it's a blue carpet, actually. <laughs> a blue carpet? Yes. Are you going? Are you going? I am, I am. Yeah, I will be there tonight. <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Scotch and soda. I've got hair and makeup at five this evening and then down to Crown, and I'm really looking forward okay. to it. I can't believe I'm bringing it back on track. Who's, who's the favourite? Uh, well, the favourite's Nick Dacos, but he missed a bit of footy when he got injured. Uh, he's obviously back for the grand final. He played the other day and played bloody well for a bloke who hadn't played much footy. But uh, our man, Zach Butters, and we'll claim him as our man, oh, even our though man. he's uh, he's a Victorian boy, of course, from Bacchus Marsh. But uh, Port Adelaide, Zach Butters, I think he's third favourite. Is that right? Equal he's third with Petraka from yep. Melbourne. Marcus Bontempelli, the Bulldog, he's mm-hmm. second favourite. I reckon the Bont will win. Okay, yeah. there you go. Mm. So it'll be a big night, actually. Do you want me to do a little yeah, full entertainment round report? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Are they doing the wags on the rotisserie? Remember they had that last time? Oh. And they, the wagon wheel, they called it. That's and terrible. the wags no. had to stand on the, the thing, the rotisserie, and they spun them around like a hot oh, chicken. Yeah, and then people just said, oh, well, that's a magnificent dress by Paolo Sebastian, and it's paired with some nice Manalo Blahnik shoes. <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. I'm impressed <laughs> with you know those labels? Uh, or some um, Christian Louboutins because they've got the red sole. Oh, oh they some Jimmy Choo's she's wearing. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. You're off to the Brownlow tonight. I'm jelly. Uh, it is a big night, isn't it? Even for those people that don't really get into the AFL itself, there's always the the glamour and the hype and the blue carpet and the who are you wearing and all that sort of nonsense. I also think we've gone a little bit safe on the blue carpet. Like, remember um, the um, the... Tanya Buckley's G-string dress. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, do you remember the one? Remember Bryn Edelston? Yeah, what did she wear? Right. Now, one time she came out and she had both of the girls out, mm. right, and they were right out. Like, they looked like big globes. <laughs> and I can remember someone said it looked like that she walked in with Nathan Chapman and Gary Ablett in headlocks. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? That was one of the best lines I've ever heard. Like she had them both under her arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But they all have stylists now, so no one makes those fashion faux pas anymore. Judd. Beck Judd. Beck Judd in the um, dress. Yeah. Oh, no, that was... um, what was that? No, safety pins was um, Hugh Grant. Yeah, that was Liz yeah. Hurley. Yeah, but the Beck Judd with the red plunging the red thing, plunging that made her yes. in that whole scenario. Yeah, um, yeah some amazing. Remember um, Andrew McLeod's wife had his number in Swarovski oh, crystals yeah. on her back? Oh, yeah. 23. Had the 23 on her yeah. back? That's a little um, weird, isn't so it? So I have to ask, yes. what are you wearing? Have you packed the suit bag? Mm. I'm all packed, right? I've got my kettle and my plastic bag <laughs> and I'm ready to go. Excuse me, what? What? I've your got kettle my kettle and, your plastic and bag. my plastic bag because I'm packing to go away to the Brownlow. What, what, why are you? Well, because we've got to stay in a hotel, mm-hmm. right? And I always remember 
the filthiest, dirtiest piece of equipment in a hotel room is the remote control. Yeah. Right? And it's always got bacteria and everything. It's worse than the phone. It's it's worse than the toilet, right? The, the remote control. The remote control is filthier than a toilet. So I always take a plastic bag now. As soon as I get there, I put the remote control in a plastic bag, and then I use it through the bag so I don't get cooties. That's not normal. No, no. no that's so, right. Know, that's it's filthy normal. to get those diseases. <laughs> no, no. And why you, the kettle? You can take some Glad Wrap as well. What? Uh, and I take a kettle because someone once told – you know who told me this story? Erin Phillips, all right, the yeah. great footballer. Erin said, because she's travelled all around the world so much, that there's this phenomenon where people boil their underwear <laughs> in the kettles in hotel rooms to wash them. So if they want to wear them for another day, if you haven't got enough pairs of undies, they actually boil them in the kettle yeah, right. and then hang them out to dry and they're completely sanitised. So <laughs> I never use a kettle in a hotel room. So for anyone that stays in a hotel oh. anytime now, don't use the kettle. It's had undies in it. It's true. <laughs> so I went to Kmart and bought one of those Anko kettles for yep. about 20 bucks, mm-hmm. and I packed that in my bag. So I bring my kettle out once I get to the hotel room. So I'm ready to go for the brown light. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. All right, you weirdo. <laughs> 131060, Soda travels with a kettle and a plastic bag. What's the weirdest thing you travel with? Mm. Keep we- it. Pizza. What are you running with? The weirdest thing, the weirdest you, thing you. that you travel with. Not normal. That's, it's not normal. What do you mean that's not normal? normal. I'll tell you what's not normal yeah. is drinking a cup of tea that's <laughs> flavoured by your panties. Uh, Milani from Salisbury Heights. How are you, Milani? Hi. Oh, how old are you? Good. Oh, good. How old are you? Eight. Eight. Okay. So when you travel, what do you take? I don't have to use the hotel's pillow. Oh, you yes. take your own pillow? Yep. <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. You know, you never know whose dirty head and hair has been on those pillows, do you, in hotel rooms? Yeah. Mm. Um, hey, Melanie, do you like a nice soft pillow or do you like a firm one? A nice soft pillow. Good on you. Hey, <laughs> Melanie, do you like Lego? Yes. We're going to send you some Lego, okay? Yeah. Good on you. You have a great day at school. Thank you, Milani. Milani's very well travelled. Uh, Kayla in Brahma Lodge, it's your mother-in-law who takes something weird when she travels. She does. She takes um, all new bedding for her bed to sleep on, and she spent over $200 on spa cleaner because she wouldn't get into the spa without cleaning it. <laughs> oh, really? Actually, that's pretty clever. <laughs> what spa cleaner? Is it like a liquid or something you got to put in yep, there? Yep, to clean out all the jets and all the motors. Mm, yep, okay. <laughs> Actually, Kayla, that's a good point. Imagine what goes on in some <laughs> yeah, of those hotel yeah. spas. Mm. Alana in Blakeview, what do your parents do? Um, so my parents have this thing where they always pack their own coffee mugs. Um, <laughs> they refuse to use any hotel, motel coffee mugs. That's um, good. They flew to the UK last year or year before, and they actually flew their coffee mugs with them to the UK. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's a good idea. That's cute. I love that. I'll get you one with my face on it, Soda. You can travel with that and put your coffee in that. That would be nice for you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't drink coffee. (laughs) No. (laughs) Nicole and St. Agnes, what's the weird thing that you take? I take a vial of peppermint oil a fabric headband, and some facial cotton pads. Right. Okay. So (laughs) what's with the fabric headband? Okay. So you put them all together and you can survive any toilet anywhere. So you put your peppermint oil on your fabric, on your um, facial pad. You put that on your nose. You put your headband 
over all of that. Right. Any toilet that you walk into smells like peppermint oil. Right. So when and you've got your hands free. Oh, so when you're travelling overseas in some of those stinky public toilets, that's your secret. <laughs> yeah, I did the low, low, slow ferry from Bali to Lombok one time, and those toilets were atrocious, and that saved me. Hang on. Absolutely saved me. So there's a ferry Bali to Lombok. Mm. Oh, that yeah, would... the ones that the locals take. We thought we'd rough it. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Bali, <laughs> I, I can only imagine. Look, I've been to Bali for a long time because the stench and the everything got to me. I yep. could only imagine what the ferry. They would be horrendous. I would think that the yep. toilets would look like a crime scene, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like it took me probably, it's about a five-hour trip. It took me about 45 minutes just to work up the courage to go. And then I came back and said, oh, no, I can't go in there. And uh, rambled through my bag and got these three things together and went, ah, I know what I'll do. Beautiful. So, yeah, yeah. saved me. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.